1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Stretch run of Grant and Danny. We are with you until 6.30 this evening, overtime, with our guy Denton Day coming up at the bottom of the hour. I've been telling you that we've got tickets to go see Nickelback, our final pair this week. Let's give those away right now to caller number 10 at 800 636 1067. Dial that number now if you're the 10th caller. You're winning tickets to the Nickelback Get Rolling Tour with Brantley Gilbert and Josh Ross August 26th at Jiffy Lube Live. Buy your tickets now at LiveNation.com, courtesy of Live Nation. Thanks for listening, and congrats. Somebody's winning those tickets right now. Let's get to the BetQL guest hotline. Sports betting's come to Maryland. Don't place the first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. Darren Ravel of the Action Network joins us. Darren, thanks for the time. How you been?
3: Um, I mean, this is the best time of year. So, you know, you're, t- you're tired, but, you know, the, you, you, you got the Super Bowl, you got the commercials. Um, you got to, you know, the props are just you know, always great to have the props.
0: <laughs> Darren, if I was a company that wanted to advertise during the Super Bowl, what would it cost me, and how does that compare to other years? It's
3: at $7 million. Uh, I'll never forget. I actually put this on Twitter this this week. There was a Sporting News article from 1991 saying that they tried to get 850,000 but they could only get 800 and maybe that was the plateau. I guess not. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean it, it's it's it just still serves as a as a, hey here we are or or this is for fun or you know last year was the crypto stuff. So, you know, and and each year there's always always a great one. I think what's weird about it though is that you know, there's certainly advertisers who are just giving up ahead of time, just giving up their, their ad, which has kind of ruined it for some of us. I mean, if you've seen it before, okay, you've seen it, you got the preview, the chief marketing officer is like, look, look how many YouTube hits we got. It justifies the cost, but like now I could actually go to the bathroom, you know, when the commercials come on, which you never could. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think some of it has been ruined a little bit.
2: And I wonder why that is. It might just be my nostalgia, Darren, but I do remember commercials from when I was a kid. I remember at Super course. Bowl parties, like everybody stopping and watching. And maybe I'm just older now, so I'm more cynical. I don't know. No, but it's
3: it- not. It's that they ruined it. It's that, they, it's, the, it's that marketers decided that they would have a better way of justifying to their CEO if they could say we got this many hits ahead of time and it took pressure off them. I I totally think that that that's why it happened, you know? And and I I also think that's why you remember uh he's got money coming out his wazoo and you know like all the the, the Budweiser frogs and the the McDonald, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, nothing but net. Um so yeah, and 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 when it ran, it went, ran once, right? Like the, the Steve Martin, Johnny Kilroy popcorn tape. I mean, that, that that ran once, never again. Like, if you want to find it grainy online, you can
2: <laughs> Darren Ravel, Business of Sports Betting, memorabilia collector with us here on Grant and Danny, working in conjunction with Coors Light and Miller Lite for the Super Bowl on the first-ever high-stakes ad where fans can win real money by predicting every detail of the big-game commercial. We'll get into some of that. Uh, curious about what's going on with LeBron James' record-breaking game that's coming this week. The prices for tickets, I'm sure you've seen this, Darren, are astronomical. I was seeing this morning that there are people paying $92,000 to be in L.A. for his record-breaking game surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in a couple days. I just want to know what you think is going to happen with those ticket prices as we get closer here and, and what you make of that.
3: Well, OK, so so I do think realistically, you know, for courtside, it's going to be around 20,000 bucks for good courtside seats. And that compares to Kobe's last game, um, uh, you know, that that would be there, which is amazing considering, you know, it's a stat, you know, but it's very important. People feel it. it I called around and was like, do people really feel like they have to be there? And I guess the answer was yes. Now, obviously, there was some guessing game, although I've always contended, at least in the last two weeks as we were closing in, I'm like, LeBron is breaking that against the Bucks. LeBron knows when he's going to pee every morning at the exact time. He is totally, tot- he, he knows everything. And when he's the CEO of LeBronInc.com, and by the way, he is definitely breaking it against Milwaukee. Kareem's first team. Kareem will be there. It'll be so cheesy. It'll be amazing. That. Uh, it's got to be, and if he has to sit out, okay, see, he will, you know, so that's always been my contention, and, and, I, and you know, I, I think people want to be there. It's the, it's, the, it's the first real stat, I think, that has excitement since Steph Curry, what was that, 2021 in, in the Garden, that's, is, is, is the three-point record.
0: Darren, I want to circle back to the Super Bowl here for a second. For you know, in some places, sports betting pretty established. Others were sort of burgeoning and kind of getting used to it. For example, Maryland here locally, it's only been a month or so, maybe even a little bit more yep. since it's kind of been on the ground. Other states, it's a weird place to yeah. be,
3: right? Because it's totally. D.C. and Virginia, it's the weirdest place in the country to be as far as betting goes.
0: Yeah, uh- Utterly bizarre. You cross one bridge and it's fine. Uh, and this this pun is going to be so cringeworthy. But for these, you know, for sports betting, this is their Super Bowl. I'll just show myself out. But what kind of volume can we expect? And 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 what are sort of some of these companies looking for in terms of acquiring new betters?
3: Yeah, I mean, the props are something that that they they want to do uh, because that's where casual betters can come in. Um, it, it's less intimidating than the spread. Um, so, you know, they're going to offer things like, I mean, as crazy and stupid as it sounds like the coin toss is something, is something that they want new betters for. Right. And, and they offer no juice, right? You're basically getting something that's a 50, 50 chance of hitting. And someone would argue that so is the spread at this point. I mean, it's very refined, um, and there's no juice to it. So the book's not taking anything. So it's almost like a promo, uh, They'll also take a twenty-five thousand dollar bet on the coin toss if anyone wants out there. But yeah, no, this is this is a chance to acquire betters through real content, and not acquire betters through a thousand dollar offer, right? Like, so to try to get people to download their app because they have something that's interesting, and so in a way, it's a it's a less expensive play on getting new customers, and you can rarely do this, and the Super Bowl is a chance to do that.
2: He's Darren Ravel. We're Grant and Danny. You're listening to the Fan. Look, I saw all of the dumb stuff on social media: NFL rigged and people saying there's a script and and all of that is nonsensical. But I am curious, and, and while we've got an expert on, it, I think it's worth asking you. When I see some of these props, whether it's Gatorade color, I mean, someone is filling that Gatorade you jug, right? You can rig that, yes. Uh, yes. When I see broadcasters and. When we're going to show a coach versus the other coach, or how many times Kevin Burkhardt will say this—like, how do they safeguard against some of those things from a prop standpoint?
3: Usually by limits, but now like a lot of states won't take it. So there are there are states that won't take a coin toss. Um, there are states. New York won't take uh, won't actually take Super Bowl MVP uh, because. And that's not one person's decision, but it's the media. I mean, it, it just depends. For a long time, Vegas didn't want to take coin toss. And then the, the books were like, it happens on the field of play. Yes, is it controlled by a human? Yes. But does the guy have a string? Like, like what, it's not. he's not controlling it. Um, so, yeah, so normally if they're allowed to take them, and sometimes the gaming control boards say you can't, uh, then they'll just have a limit of, you know, three to five hundred bucks. Though Gatorade. There's some states that still don't allow it. They've been able to put some money on Gatorade. And uh, <laughs> there, there's been people looking around. I'm, I'm surprised, too, that blue has been three out of the last four.
0: Darren, go somewhere with this. In 2019, Nats won the World Series here locally. Then, before they could celebrate, before all the banner raisings and everything else, season gets canceled early 2020. And, and Grant and I have argued for a while that they really missed out, talking about the learners, on that windfall sure. that sort of comes with for it. Sure. Let's translate that to the Super Bowl here coming up. A team financially for the organization, for the city, for players, etc. I know it's something, but I have a hard time quantifying it.
3: Yeah, I think it's a hard – I think anyone would have a hard time quantifying it. I mean, it's probably an immediate – the way that teams are selling and to be able to say Super Bowl champ or adding another uh, title. I mean, it's probably 250 to $300 million just on a brand halo if you were to sell – um, you know, and then then obviously, you know, you can if if you can you can raise your seats to whatever if you wanted and, and there, you know, the good good markets in, in, in Philly and, and Kansas City. So I, I think I think these this is just this just adds to the tradition, the lore, um, you know, and and as teams are now worth three, four, five billion dollars, uh a a Super Bowl victory becomes more valuable just by virtue of uh, you know, just tacking it on to the franchise.
2: Darren Revell, you know, his work from all kinds of outlets over the years, including the Action Network now. You mentioned teams and value. I just want to get your thoughts. And I don't know how closely you've been tracking some of the ownership movement in sports, but obviously Dan Snyder looking to sell, it sounds like, with the Commanders. We saw what happened with the Broncos. There were rumors around here that he could get north of or over $7 billion dollars. Initial bids didn't come in at that number. Uh, what do you make of whether or not Snyder sells and, and how much he might be able to get for the Commanders at this point?
3: Well, it's hard because it's like a shell game, right? You mentioned the Broncos, and, and that was Walton. And it's like, well, what are you going to do? to, to e, e, Walton's bidding against the Ghost. I mean, and so would Jeff Bezos be, right? And then so you're thinking like, well, okay, now Bezos is not in. The original bids are not. I mean, it was really like, Strange, and so you're kind of like, well, the bidding process has to go whereby Bezos, if he's interested, has to think there's someone who's close, otherwise you know you're not just going to be able to get to that number. I think the guys that conducted the Broncos did a good job of getting Walton to the number that they wanted to get, but um, you know I think that I, I think the commander's thing right now is I mean, is it going to be Jeff Bezos or not? And if it's not, uh, you know, where is it going to go? Because I know that pretty much every, everyone wants Dan Snyder out.
0: So, Darren, uh, about about Bezos, I, I think two out of three potentially interested parties or groups would very much like Bezos to be involved. I think Bank of America, hired by Snyder right, and company, right. I think the NFL would like Bezos involved. Of I course. think Dan Snyder would not. That's kind of my sense of it. That, so then I, he won't be involved because that's Dan, that that's what Dan Snyder that's that's been that
3: that's been defined. That's Dan Snyder's career. He you know whatever he doesn't want mm-hmm. he you know. But 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 the question becomes you know how much pressure is put on by the NFL to do that? And you know come on let's get let us get this going. It's 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 time to sell, Danny Boyd. I
0: I do think that's absolutely what's happening. But you know we're in, we're in the middle of that battle of wills potentially. But for Bezos specifically. I get the sense the league would just love to have that guy involved. Now, what complications are there with Amazon Prime and some of those deals? What are the machinations there?
3: It just can't be owned in any part by Amazon, um, especially as they become more of a, a, a rights holder, so to speak. So as long as it's individually owned by, you know, Phil Knight could have bought a team and, and the Nike deals could have existed. It, it just has to be wholly owned by Jeff Bezos, and there can't be any interest that is Amazon. That's the only stipulation.
2: Darren Revell on Grant and Danny. Uh, Last one specific to just some of what's going on right now in the landscape of business or sports betting. I have been contending for a little while that if we're going to be welcoming sports betting like sports are here in D.C., just about every single stadium that any of our major teams have now has a book at that stadium. We're kind of the sports betting capital of the world in that regard, right? Having said that, I still can't get any any information on on what the hockey player's injury is—upper body, lower body, how long he's out. You know, with college sports, I know it's a little bit different, but the lack—I
3: completely of, agree.
2: The, the intel on that is ridiculous. Like I'm supposed to bet on TCU and Georgia, and I don't know if their number one wide receiver and running back are playing, and and they won't say a word, and they don't have to. Like, how do we marry those two things together moving forward?
3: There's got to be more transparency. I mean, this is why sports, I worked at CNBC for six years. This is why sports betting is better from an information standpoint than the stock market. You know, you're supposed to know more about players every day than companies who are only required to report four times a year. So, you know, and then you have like, oh, Adam Schefter's reporting Travis Kelsey is a game time decision. Was he really? Come on come on. So, I agree with that. Um, you know, the oh, it's a lower body injury. Like, yes, there's a difference between HIPAA and fully disclosing and then just just putting on this guys for the sake of putting on the guys. It's that. It's 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 stats as well. I don't think the leagues have been that great with stats and when there's guys especially doing these NBA parlays and someone, the official scorer says it's a team rebound and clearly it's not, and that stopped that guy from getting a triple-double? Like, the leagues have not been ready for this. And then finally, if you're an NFL broadcaster, I don't know why every summer we're still saying to the broadcasters, please do not be overt about gambling references. Why? It's going to piss someone off so badly? Like, you know, you, you you can't be one way and then go another way. And and I don't think it's funny anymore when Al Michaels has a veiled reference to gambling. I'm not saying they should throw it on the screen like CNBC, but I'm just saying, like, it's okay to, to make references when you're making all this money off of it.
0: Completely agree. Darren, tell folks what you're doing with uh, Coors Light and Miller Light.
3: All right, so we talked about earlier about The idea of commercials are just—they're boring because they've already been seen. So Coors Light and Miller uh, Lite—they're basically saying, "All right, we want you to be on the edge of your seat. So we're not going to unveil our Super Bowl commercial before. What we're going to do is we're going to make a bunch of these commercials, and only one executive is going to know whether this is a Coors Light commercial, a Miller Light commercial, what is in the commercial." And then we're going to allow through a a free to play contest on DraftKings for people to essentially guess what will happen in the commercial. So there's on DraftKings, you go on DraftKings, free to play, 12 questions, such as uh, will there be someone with facial hair in the ad? Will it be a Coors Light ad, a Miller Light ad? Will the Coors Light silver bullet train go through? Like that kind of stuff. There's $500,000 on the line. And then depending on how well people do, that $500,000 will be split up. So the idea is basically like we know people aren't paying attention like they used to. We want to do something to make them pay attention and as well. Obviously, you know, everyone's talking about gaming and uh, gamification of everything. So this kind of ties it all in.
2: Darren, we appreciate your time. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Thanks for hopping aboard.
3: You got it. Thanks, guys.
2: Darren Revell on Grant and Danny. Here on the fan. Good having him on the program. It had been a while. A huge weekend in sports lies ahead on TV. All kinds of options for you. I know there's no NFL game, this little hiatus until Super Bowl week kicks off on Monday, but the Pro Bowl games, which are already underway as of last night, culminate on Sunday. Look, you can joan if you want to on flag football, and I get why you would. Just know that that's what kids are playing now. There are Kids all over this country that are hooked on football by way of playing flag football because now that's oftentimes what they're allowed to play. It's safer, and it's a great way to learn some important lessons. And I believe that what you saw last night when NFL players were having fun throwing water balloons, participating in a dodgeball contest, uh, having a long drive competition at a driving range, I think a lot of last night, well, people like me in my 30s can enjoy that and sit back and feel like I got to know some of the better athletes in the NFL a little bit better without their helmets on. I think it was geared toward kids. And I think that the Pro Bowl being a flag football game is way better than the Pro Bowl being a normal football game played horribly. We stopped tackling in this game a decade ago. We stopped trying to even get stops in this game years ago. We got to a point where we were just playing two-hand touch, but we were calling it football. Silly let's play flag football. They're going to start trying that on Sunday. So Color Me Curious, 3 p.m. ESPN ABC, I'll be watching that. NBA slate this weekend is fantastic. Uh, Tonight, the Suns and the Celtics, 7.30 tip. Lakers-Pelicans, 6 p.m. ESPN 2 tomorrow. Mavericks-Warriors tomorrow night, 8.30 on ABC. Sixers and Knicks Sunday, 6 East could be pretty good. Of course, LeBron, 63 points away from the all-time record in points scored in the NBA for the Lakers. Looks like barring a ridiculous all-time performance in the aforementioned Pelicans game on Saturday on the road. He'll be breaking that record on Tuesday in L.A. at home with the Lake Show early next week. Great college basketball weekend as well. A couple of the highlights, Kansas State and Iowa State, uh, Purdue and Indiana, both playing in the 4 o'clock window tomorrow. On Saturday, you got Texas and Kansas and Gonzaga and St. Mary's, a couple of top-18 teams playing tomorrow as well. Uh, So I think that could be ultra entertaining. Uh, And, of course, the National Hockey League takes center stage with some of its all-star festivities. Alex Ovechkin going to be right smack dab in the middle of everything. He and Sidney Crosby competing alongside each other in a competition. And Ovi's going to be in the Hardest Shot contest as well, which will be very, very cool to see. And if you're like me and you are a draft Nick, the Senior Bowl tomorrow afternoon at 2.30 East time here in town. Uh, is going to be played. The lack of quarterback buzz out of the senior bowl has been disappointing. The the, the quarterback crop this year is just not as good. We talked to Eric Edholm about that earlier in the day. Uh, So that is going to water down how interesting it is tomorrow. But you got a bunch of dudes you're going to want to get familiar with as we get closer and closer to uh, the draft. By the way, if you missed our conversation with Eric Edholm today, you should go back and podcast it. he was awesome. TheFanDC.com, GrantAndDanny.com, slash audio. Overtime does come your way next with Denton Day, so make sure you're listening. He gets started in just a few minutes. One more congratulations to Danny, who left about an hour ago. He's getting enshrined over at the George Washington University tonight, inducted into their Hall of Fame. Job well done, as always, by Darius and Ryan behind the scenes. We're back at it on Monday to kick off Super Bowl week, our first deep dive into the matchup between the Eagles and the Chiefs. And unlike Micah Parsons, your boy is not doing this win-one-for-the-NFC East thing. I will not be rooting for the Eagles because they play in the division of the team that I care about. Uh Uh-uh. I'll be pulling for the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. With that in mind, enjoy overtime next, and enjoy your weekend.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend.
1: Okay, picture this.
0: We'll